All right, all right. Welcome back to Smoking Mirrors. Um, I'm your host, Shativa. I have a co-host today with me. Her name's Ashley. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Okay. Um, so today we're going to hop into scripture and then we'll get into prayer and then we'll get this thing started. So we're going to be reading out of 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 7 is going to be our, our little base right here. So... Chapter 4, verse 7, it starts off saying, We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. So this scripture kind of helps me because it lets me know how fragile we truly are without God. You know, and that we have this beautiful gift that was given to us through Jesus Christ. And verse 8 and eight through 10 goes on to say, that uh, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Uh, all right, let's go into prayer. Um. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I want to thank you for your word. Father, thank you for giving us a helper through Jesus Christ. Thank you for him dying on the cross for to cover our sins, Father, so that we may have salvation. Father, as we dive into your word, Lord, I pray that you give us a sense of understanding, that it permeates through whosoever ears may hear this, Lord, and that you speak to us the way that each of you, that you know each and every one of us need to hear it, Lord. We thank you for your word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so reading these verses, uh, first verse seven, and lets us know how fragile we truly are without God. Um, I like the sense of it saying that we're fragile clay jars, you know, because what is God? God's our potter, right? Mm-hmm. And so I liked it that. Um, but uh, although trouble comes, it lets you know that we got this, you know, it says, although we're pressed on every side by troubles, we're not crushed, we're not perplexed, uh, we're not driven, we're not driven down to despair, we can be hunted down, but we're never going to be abandoned by God, and I like that it lets you know that no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what fears or anxieties or worries or whatever it is that you may be going through in life, that Jesus is always there with you, that God's always there with you, you know? Um, some things that I kind of studied to try to prepare for this was the origins of where fear usually comes from. And usually fear comes from our past traumas or things that we're trying to hold on to, you know, afraid to let go of. Or, you know, just the fear of simply the unknown. That's one that I struggle with a lot is the fear of the unknown. Um, Being so... (sighs) I'm not a control freak, but being so (laughs) used to controlling everything in my life. The fear of the unknown scares me. Whether it's going to prosper me or whether it's not going to prosper me. It still scares me because if I don't really know how it's going to play out, I get like, ugh, you know. And so that's something I say that God's been working on me with. Uh, reading those verses, does it come to your thoughts about anything? Um, to me, it's more 
Like, um, as far as the control part, I, I love to be in control all the time, <laughs> no matter what, whether it's just meeting somebody or like sit right here or, you know, stand this way or stand right here. Um, but I'm slowly, um, but surely learning to let go and let God, you know, let him be in control of everything, the decisions I make in life. Um, just because, I mean, the bad decisions that I made, weren't um didn't crush me because he was right there by me the whole time mm -hmm. so yeah. it brought me to where i am right now and um, i'm thankful for that so yeah i need to just let go a little bit more and just let him take control yeah that's why i say i know that that's what he's working on me with because all of my childhood and things like that once i got into my teenage years it was like Okay, I'm able to work, I'm able to do this, I'm able to do that. So I'm going to control every part of my life. And that's just how it's going to go. And it's crazy how even when you start controlling that, like, God allows things to happen to us. And so just because it may seem like some things are good, we start seeing how you do struggle when you're trying to control everything, you know? Yeah. And it does create a sort of fear in you. It's hard to let go of certain things. Like I know, you know, God's been working on me with certain stuff and it's hard for me. And it, I'm, yeah, I'm going to use the word hard. It is hard for me to sit here and say, okay, God, I surrender and I give you full control. You know, I like to say when I get worried, I get an itch. Like, you know, when you see a bunch of bugs everywhere and you're like, Ooh, it's making me itch. Like <laughs> when I let go and I let someone else or when I let God, deal with something i'm like oh you're making me itch like i don't know like it worries me a bit but i love that he's working on me with that because i know that therefore he's in partnership with us you know and he he's he's for us he's for us he's for our good yeah um that's why i love when paul goes on to say in verse 16 and 18 he says that is why we never give up Though our, body, though, though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen, for the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And I think that's a good promise right there. It's like, you know, I got you. Don't worry about it. You know, and what you're worried about, it's only temporary. And I think it's good that we can actually look back on our lives, on the things that I really just thought it was going to just tear us apart. And we're like, God, like, we got through that. You got me through that. You know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's good. I, I like that verse because it's, it's a reminder, you know. That's why we never give up. I have that habit of sometimes is when I see things are a little bit too good. And I read before that you can get stuck in the when things are always kind of going bad or when you have childhood traumas, that you can get stuck in the worried of how, about how things are always going to go bad. Now, when things are going too good, you're like, oh, no, God, something's about to happen. And I get that way, you know? And yeah. 
I tend to start giving up on certain things. Like when it's too good, I'm like, oh, let me walk away from this before it something fails and then I'm disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed anymore, you know? And that's not for us to really make that decision. So I like that verse when it says, that's why we are to never give up. I was like, ah, uh, so you want me to keep on fighting in this thing? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're fighting for God's will and for us to be able to have an eternal glory. It's more than this world. It's more than what we're living on a day-to-day basis, you know? So, um... My question is, so say if someone is going through a really tough time right now, is there any advice that you'd give? Um, I would definitely tell them that they're never alone. Mm -hmm. God is with them, and they need to remember that. Yeah. Um, They need to always seek him for guidance and understanding on what's going on during that time, during that season of their life. Yes. Um, And... The way they come out of it is going to be up to them. They can either choose to to fight on their own or fight with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's good. Because um, sometimes you can feel that alone and you feel like nobody just understands what I'm going through. And this is just this. And, you know, it's never been this bad or, or whatever the situation may be. And it's like, yeah, always remember that God's always there with you. I think a good thing to remember is that. God never puts on more than you can bear, than you can stand, you know? I think that's something good to remember. Um, A verse that I like to go to during times like that, when I'm going through a really tough time, and I really kind of just started maybe this past year, is this is a verse that I really like, is um, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Um, It's something that I've held on to for years, but I'm, let me read the scripture to y'all real quick. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Those are That's a verse that I've held on to for years. But when I really started learning God's word, then I started learning that scripture. I'm like, okay, I've embedded that into my mind, into my heart. But... The way that I used to word it in my own mind is that, you know, when I was just trying to control everything is that, you know, or before I fully surrendered to God, I would always talk to God. You know, I would always talk to him, but um, I would always be like, okay, you're letting me fall, but you haven't let me hit my face. I don't even know why I used to say that to God, (laughs) but that was something that I would always say through any struggle I was going through, no matter how hard it got, I would always tell him, okay, like, like you're letting me fall like I'm falling God but you haven't let me hit my face yet you know so I saw I'm trusting in you but I guess I wasn't fully giving him my trust like he was like in it a little bit but he wasn't in it like he was supposed to be in it I wasn't fully surrendering to him I just knew that something is working you know so that's a verse that I I tend to stand on right now a verse that I believe um I don't even know why I used to say that. That's funny. <laughs> but maybe it's because I, I I trusted God, but I hadn't, you know, really let him in fully. I know that he wouldn't put me through anything I couldn't withstand. Um, let me see. Going back to 
Corinthians. Going back to Corinthians, um, we're going to jump to chapter 5. And I'm going to read verse 18 through 21. And uh, let me see. It says, And all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could make right with God through Christ. Um, before I speak on this verse, why do you think that there is a fear of fully coming to Christ and fully trusting in the Lord? Why is there a fear? Yeah, why do you think that there is a fear of fully just surrendering and trusting the Lord? I think it's more of like um, the worldly, you know, the flesh. Mm-hmm. You feel like if you trust, if you follow God or you trust in God, that you gotta give up this and give up that in life, you know, whether it be, um, I mean, a simple thing like um, music or a friend that you talk to or, you know, I think it's just that. It's just people are scared to. Or people feel like they have to walk this straight line uh-huh. and they can't, you know, go to the right or go to the left sometimes in the midst of just following Christ, you know, following Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that that's good. Um, maybe, you know, I think maybe it's the fear of the not knowing. I think that was my problem. It's the fear of the not knowing. Um it's the fear of how can you really fix me? I guess not truly understanding and, and knowing who God is, is how can you fix me? Like, you know, God, had, like, you know, I've even questions that I've asked him myself is like, you know, do you know what I've done? Like, <laughs> you're like, how can you fix me or how can you use me to sit here and talk to other people about God? Like, do you know the things that I've done, God? Like, do you know that at one point in time, like, I really didn't even believe in you like how can you fix me uh-huh. and i think that's that's the fear of really tra- coming to christ you know it's because, for him to know all your sins like yeah. you want to hide your sins from him but he knows mm-hmm. all your from yeah. your past you know from when you were a child up until now so. yeah exactly exactly that's uh it's the shame it's the shame or the repeated cycles from generation to generation that go on to you you know and you're like, you, can you really change that? Like, it's been throughout my life, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I think that's a good thing to know that, you know, God really wants a good life for you. He wants better than what you're living. And, you know, him, I know the plans I have for you, you know, it's like he knew you before you were created in your mother's womb. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that kind of boggles your mind. Like, what? It yeah. does. It really yeah. does when you sit there and think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does. He wants a good life. He wants far more better than what you're living. And I think sometimes, not even sometimes, but it exceeds what we can even imagine. It exceeds our thoughts. And, you know, and that can be scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
like in Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 9, it says, for my, or verse 8, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. You know, God's a mystery. <laughs> He's a mystery. But I'm so thankful and grateful that we have him. <laughs> like, fix yes. me up. Take me. I am your daughter. Do what you please, because... The way I've been living or the way that I do things, it's not it's it's not for my good. And I know that if you created me, then yes, why wouldn't you want the best for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think we can really wrap our heads around how bad this world would really be without God. You know. No. That that's a real fear. Could you imagine? <laughs> you know. No. Yeah, and God is all God is love, and yes, He allows things to happen, but I think the key word is that He allows it to happen, you know. And one thing that I, I wrote down the other day is that there's two types of sorrows in the world there's a godly sorrow, which comes with repentance and renewal of the mind, and a heart with love and compassion you know, and understanding, and then there's a worldly sorrow, and that comes with the repetitive nature of sin, or, you know, of shame, things done in the dark and in the secret, you know, and through any pain and sorrow, tribulation, no matter how bad it feels, how much anxiety it gives, you can, you can give it to the Lord and cast your cares on him, and Jesus Christ, you know, ask for the Holy Spirit to help, to guide you, to counsel you, to embrace you with his love, and Oh, yeah, I trust, like, he will do it. (laughs) We may not fully understand how he's working through you, but he's definitely working. Yes. Yeah. Um, One thing that I have wrote down is he will walk through your worries, your fears, showing love, gratitude, um, and thanks. Because when you come out, you will see that if you, that you will see that if, I can't read my own chicken scratch. <laughs> if you went one that God allows things to happen to you, but I'm gonna just word it how not how I wrote it. But one thing I put is when God allows something to happen to you, once you walk out, you walk out with gratitude, you walk out with giving thanks and realize that it only strengthens you to fight harder for God's glory. It only prepares you for the next battle. You know. We're warriors. We're warriors, baby. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter the struggle that we go through. We always come out strong. Yes, we do. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a few steps or things to help overcome our fears when you're struggling or things like that. Um, what are some things that you do or some verses that you, you know, are learning or would like to go to and get more of? So one that I actually um, is my go-to right now that I kind of kind of discovered mm-hmm. is uh, Matthew six thirty-one through thirty-four. Okay. And I am going to be reading out of the N K A. And it goes. Therefore, do not worry, saying, "What shall we eat?" or "What shall we drink?" or what shall we wear? For after all these things and the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Yes. Sufficient for the day, it is. it has its own trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
that's a good verse. That is a good verse. You know, not to worry. We don't we don't go day by day, you know. What does it say when we say our prayers, you know? Um, give us our daily bread. He fills us each day with the strength that we need to get through that. And so I think that's a good verse. Uh, you said you're reading out of the NK in uh, the New King James Version. And I'm reading out of the NLT. It kind of broke up when you started saying that, so. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um... I I want to close this out reading Ephesians 6, uh, verse 10 through 8, because it talks about putting on the armor of God. And I've read over this before, but I think it's, uh, when I studied it a little bit more, I had some little things to put with it. But uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18, it says, put on the armor of God. And I'm reading it out of the King James Version. And, but it says, let me read it out of this version. NLT so it don't sound so like, who art thou? And all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I'll, I'll read it out of here. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Um. Basically, you know, when I when I read that, it I'm going to break it down real quick. When I read that, it makes me think first, you know, chapter 10, uh, verse 10, to be strong in the Lord. It means just to trust in God and in his power. You know, realize when things are coming at you that they're schemes of the enemy, they're schemes, they're lies. You know, when people are just, for instance, people are tripping at you at work and they're trying to, you know, uh... Ebonics, they trying to pop off at you, you know. Understand that it's not even <laughs> that is it's just schemes of the enemy. And if you were to sit there and get mad, then you pass that on to somebody else instead of just fighting them with love, and then you pass on that love, and then they pass on the love, you know. You have those types of choices. Um so uh another one that I was realized when things are coming at you, schemes lies when the enemy is trying to trip you up and it <laughs> It comes all in times where whether it comes through your health, your finances, your car messing up or anything. Do it with love instead of a bad attitude, because when you start having the bad attitudes, that's when, you know, it gets worse for you and you're passing on that kingdom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have a positive mind no matter what. Exactly so easy to say and it's so hard to do but we must do it daily 
It's not that hard to do. If you keep putting God in it and you trust God and instead of popping off and just flying off at the mouth, you know, that they say the power is in the tongue. So if you just fly off in the mouth, then you're giving that power away instead of being like, okay, you know, say a quick prayer in your mind like, God, you already know how I can get and I don't want to get that way. So will you strengthen me? So I don't sit here and pop off on them. Have them walk away or help me walk away. (laughs) (laughs) And and it works, you know. Understand that Christ died for us. He died for us to be free. And I think we look at freedom in in different ways. The earthly way and the godly way, you know. In the godly way, we're free of, of anything. We're free of our temptations. We're free of our sins. We're free of our anger. We're free of our, our disappointments. We're, we're free of our anxieties, our worries. You know, we're free of that. God said, I'll take care of it. I'm free. That's why I died. So you could have that salvation and freedom. Yeah. And I think that that's something to think about. Um, any last thoughts? No, not at this time. Not at this time. Well, I just wanna <laughs> thank you for joining me tonight. Um thank you for having me. Yes, it was nice. You gotta keep on with me. Yes. Ma'am. <laughs> but um let me pray us out. Um dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for your word. Father, let it permeate through each and every ear that hears it, Lord, and speak to them the only way that you know can. Uh, the only way that you can, Lord. Um Help us to be strong within our worries, within our anxieties, Lord. We know that you are our strength, Father. The strength doesn't come from ourselves, but it comes from you. You are our strength in any pain, any struggle, any fears that we go through, Father. So, bless the people that hear this. Bless the people of this world. Thank you and amen, Jesus. Amen. Thank amen. You. All right.